Hey, Bob Iaccino is joining us, founder, chief strategist at Path Trading Partners. Bob, is it time for the bugs to finally take the dominant role as the so-called inflation hedge? Is this complete randomness? What's going on? Well, I think the yield curve is affecting gold, uh, number one, more so than it does Bitcoin, because I personally don't feel like Bitcoin pay much, Bitcoin traders and investors pay much attention to the curve rather than the uh, actual level, individual nominal levels of yields they might pay attention to. That's number one, that yield curve is uh, slightly steeper, but still ridiculously flat versus where it was uh, at the end of the second quarter, start of the third quarter. It's just, it, it's almost, you know, portending a slowdown or a possible inversion down the road for that recession that some people are predicting for late 2022, early 2023. But there are seasonal factors in gold. I'm surprised you didn't mention silver uh, up around. Yeah, great day. Or last time I looked, that gold-silver ratio coming in dramatically today. Uh, silver's outperformed gold, and I think a lot of it has to do with this really sharp, short seasonal tailwind that you get in silver and gold as we approach the actual holiday weeks and this end of the year move. Uh, it's, it's pretty consistent. It's not a trading strategy by any stretch, but given that and what's happened to rates and what's going on with the dollar down two consecutive days, I think silver is a lot of short covering, which is why the sharp move hmm. and gold is probably a little bit of that as well. They will bring him silver and gold. Is that the seasonality, right? That's in the song, right? They talk about that in the song. Yeah, I believe they say <laughs> the middle of December to the first week of January. Yeah, long precious metals. Okay, all right, uh, so it's in demand, uh, but uh, will it last? It sounds like your view is that this is kind of a classic rates trade. If rates are down, but inflation's high, gold responds to that real yield being lower. Yeah, right now it looks, bond traders believe the Fed's either gonna be successful or the economy's gonna slow down or both. I personally think the Fed missed their opportunity to halt the tapering and start to hike before the natural slowdown comes. So that they had a little bit more ammunition than they're probably gonna end up having. having. But that's not my job. I don't, I don't advise the Fed, I advise investors. So uh, from that perspective, I think that's what the bond market is telling us is that at least the bond traders believe they're either going to be very successful. And you saw the two-year drop a lot in yield, too. So it seems like the market's taking the last couple of days of the three actions by uh, the three major central banks. We're not expecting anything out of the Bank of Japan uh, to be more dovish than hawkish just based on what's happened on the short end. So uh, I think that either we're looking at a slowdown or inflation that's maybe from here on it's transitory. And sure. It wasn't from when the Fed said it. Okay. All right. So if it uh, if it is then transitory, it seems like right now our yield curve has been getting crunched. The more hawkish the Fed gets, and the higher inflation goes. So if it actually cools off, yields start to widen out. Gold's trade goes kaput uh, again. What about right. the stock side of it? I gotta say, there's been a, a relationship with real yields, of course, for gold. It's been pretty reliable on like any given day. But it does seem something uh, with the stock market down too uh, over these last uh, now about three weeks. Gold really likes these days where stocks are down. How does that factor into it? 
Well, I think there's a lot of people looking for a little bit more than a two or three percent move, which is basically what we've gotten used to as worst case scenario in equities. Uh, I think that's part of it. I think a lot of people are locking in gains and expecting something to happen in the first quarter. I know I'm not the only one. Uh, Kumal Shri Kumar is another one who thinks the Fed is behind the curve um, and possibly even tightening into a slowdown. That could be a little bit of a I don't want to say a death knell. I think maybe a six, eight percent move in the equity markets in the first quarter of next year is not out of the question. Although, given the record buybacks that happened this month versus last month, new all-time record in buybacks is probably a buying opportunity. Also, I think the Fed will probably reverse course much more quickly than they will add in those three rate hikes hmm. that the dot plots are predicting. Okay, now on the other side of the ledger, let's talk some Bitcoin. Uh, last we discussed, I believe you said you were looking to buy all the way down to 30K, um, and, and that generally you're still a believer in this thing. Uh, what about the response we're seeing here around the Fed too? It seems like it's pretty sensitive. 30% uh, off the highs right now. Uh, is that still the plan to accumulate as the price drops or where do you draw the line? Well, I mentioned to the guys over at Charles Schwab that my target's actually 37K and I don't think we'll get there. Novogratz thinks that 42,000 is the number. But I came across something over the last day or so, Glassnode who collects Bitcoin data, yeah. said that the number of uh, wallets, unique wallets that are holding one, the equivalent of one Bitcoin or more has dropped from 2475 to 2147 okay. over the course of 21, down 328 wallets, while the number of wallets that hold 0.01 Bitcoin, the equivalent, or right in that area, has gone from 8.46 million to 9.39 million. That implies big accounts are selling, small accounts are buying. What's in our history, Oliver, what usually happens Whoa. when that's the thing? Right. I mean, if if the small retails really coming in aggressively, but the whales are leaving, uh, maybe 37 K will happen. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Yeah. My average uh, my price average on Bitcoin is way below that. So I'm not worried about it. Yep. Uh, but I'll probably accumulate somewhere around 42, somewhere around 40. And then I'll see if that 37000 target uh, comes into play. I still think uh, Bitcoin and maybe more so Ethereum, started to accumulate some Ethereum as well, have, still have a long-term value to them that's gonna far exceed where they are now. But again, core position and trade around it is what I like to do. Okay, Bob, thanks for divulging your plan to us. And uh, we know you're, uh, you're well entrenched in BTC, far below from these levels. So uh, we will uh, keep that in mind as you can withstand some downside, right? Until a little bit. Yeah. OK. All right, Bob. Good stuff. Thank you, sir. Bob Icino, founder, chief strategist, path trading partners.